subscribe to Tripod Talk Radio for conversations with veterinarians, oncologists, rehab therapists, and other experts discussing amputation for dogs and cats. Find more info, helpful care tips, and a free gift at tripods.com slash radio. Thank you for tuning in to Tripod Talk Radio, where we're spreading the word that it's better to hop on three legs than limp on four. Hosted by Jim and Renee and Wyatt Ray of the Tripod Blogs community at tripods.com, Jerry's place for canine amputees and their people.
in November of 2008. She's just an absolute wonderful little dog. She's friendly and, and lively, and everyone loves her, and she's one of those dogs that's just in your face. She has to have attention, and if you won't give it to her, she'll dingle you until you do. So she's just... That's sweet. We actually have a question for you in the live chat room right now. Was Trouble a rescue, and has she always been with you, or or, or have you always lived in Houston? You don't live in Houston. We said Orange, Texas. So is Trouble a rescue, and um, has she always lived with you where you currently live? Trouble, it was not a rescue. Trouble was a backyard breeder dog. Uh, she was an accidental breeding, and a friend of ours had mom and daddy both, and we ended up with her quite by accident, and that's why her name is Trouble. Uh, we weren't going to have a dog, so they asked us who wanted this puppy, and Bob and I looked at each other and said, oh, God, we're in trouble now. And so she became Trouble. <laughs> but, yes, she's been with us since she was 12 weeks old. Wonderful. That was actually my question about how Trouble got her name. But I did a little digging in the forums, and I found your very first post. And I want to quote a little something here. We also have chosen not to do chemo and or radiation, as it would be a 100-mile round trip one way. We are aware we are playing the odds to make this choice. Now, I understand you are a gambler and a good one at that. So tell me a little bit about that gamble and how it's gone, why you chose not to do chemo and how it's turned out for you. Well, as it turned out, we did do the chemo. Uh, When I made that post, since it was the very first one, we had no vision of doing the chemo. We went into it going, we're going to do the amputation and give her the best we can give her. And the day of her surgery, the vet called and says, well, she has no uh, meds in the lungs, so that's good. And we're going, well, yay. And after the pathology report came back, he says, you know, we're really needing to do chemo on this dog. He says, we've got a contained tumor and no lung mats, and her very best chance is to go ahead and do the chemo. Well, I still was a little not happy about the idea because my dad had lung cancer. So I'd watched the human chemo thing and how horrible that is. And... uh, he, the vet, and my husband finally convinced me to do one round of chemo and see what the side effects were and see how she handled it. And we went ahead and did the full five treatments, and we've never looked back. How did you know that she was handling the chemo well? What What were some signs that um, gave you the, the strength to do um more treatments. She never had any severe side effects. She had minimal nausea that we handled with the Serenia tablets, um, and it lasted less than 24 hours. She always had her chemo in the afternoon, and I'd pick her up after work, and she uh, rarely, rarely ever had any uh, effects at all until 10 or 11 o'clock at night. And then she sometimes had some mild nausea. Um, every once in a while with one or two of the treatments, she had some 
pretty severe chills. And we just uh, kept her wrapped up and close to me until they passed. And like I said, by the next morning, you couldn't tell she'd ever had any treatment at all. She was just good to go and happy as she could be. So I felt like that was minimal effect and I could do that. So that gave her, yeah, it gave her more chance at life. We do have a couple of callers online, but before we get to them, I wanted to ask you, um, as a moderator, what do you recommend for to new members who join the tripods community? What, what, for instance, you know, what did you first learn, and what were your first steps? Did you dive right in and do posts, or did you lurk around a bit? And what would you recommend for new people getting into this? Well, you've already said that when I showed up, there were only 300 people, so I didn't have a whole lot to dig through. Um, the the forum has grown huge in the two years I've been there. Um, read everything you can. I mean, you can't make a decision until you're informed, and there's no two cases that are identical, and you just have to glean all the knowledge you can glean and make a choice based on what's good for you and what's good for your dog and go forward knowing that you've done everything you can do. Wonderful. Before we get to our callers, let's learn a little bit about Comet Dog. What brought you to the Tripods community? Oh, gosh. You know, I came there because I was looking for a rough wear harness. That was the first time I'd even ever heard of it. So I actually had had a three-legged dog for, what, 11 years before I found tripods. So I came there because she had developed a neck disc infection, and I thought the rough wear harness would be better on her for walking. Wonderful. wonderful. Let's go ahead and take a, um, a call now. Let's put this person on the air from 512, uh, 512 area code. And hi, welcome to Tripod Talk. Who are we speaking with? Carla, are you there? Oh, someone's shy. Hey, Comet, so um, I want to I wanna ask you a little bit more about um, what you found when you arrived at, at Tripods. Did you have any idea that it, there were three-legged dogs people out there in this world? No, I mean, I honestly thought I was like about the only one that ever had a three-legged dog. I never talked to anybody that ever had a three-legged dog until I came there. And so one of the reasons that I stayed was simply because I thought, well, you know, I've done this for so long, and it seems like everybody that I was reading about really hadn't done it for very long. And so I thought I could offer some advice on the longevity of being three-legged. And then, of course, I just turned it into silliness. <laughs> well, that's a much-needed silliness when people are faced with this. Can you, um, we asked you on the show, because your comment was special, more of a, a three-and-a-half-legged dog. Can you tell us more about um, the deformity of the limb aspect rather than the amputation? Right, because she never did have her leg amputated. Comet was a rescue dog from a hoarder of 22 dogs that were stuffed in a house, and Child Protective Services actually came in and rescued the children, only to find out that there was a 
worse situation with the dogs. And so animal control picked up all the dogs. Most of the dogs, most of her siblings were um, not able to keep alive because they were so malnourished. She did survive. She has a deformed left front leg, and it was just basically, it didn't have a joint in it. The The shoulder blade was pulled inward. And we had scheduled to have it amputated, but then she came down with kennel cough, which turned into pneumonia, and that took about three months to heal. So we basically just decided by that time she'd been through enough. The leg wasn't bothering her. It was smaller, and we just never did put her through it. So, yeah, she was a special dog. So not only did we, you know, have a lot of physical issues with her, we also had a lot of emotional issues with her that we had to overcome. And, you know, we didn't actually get through all of her fears, but I think we did a pretty good job. And, of course, we just lost her three weeks ago. And that was sudden and unexpected. We're, we're right. It was, yeah, it was to basically probably cancer, a blood cancer, that... Um, but I wouldn't give back those 12 years. It was an amazing 12 years with her. And so my before question Before we get to a couple of callers we have on the line again, we had one question that was more suited for a future veterinarian show. But um, a member asked, Sherry, I believe it was, asked about glucosamine. And I'd like to just get your opinion, both of you. Uh, uh, Hi, Pitbull, first. What kind of glucosamine supplements, if any, are you giving trouble. I think we might have lost Shanna. Hug a Pitbull, are you on the air with us? Yes. Can you hear me? I'm sorry. I think we muted you for a minute there by accident. We were asking, um, <laughs> just wondering what glucosamine supplements trouble may be taking. Well, I actually have used both. I, I saw the question before we came on. And I use, uh, I started out with the liquid glucosamine that I was ordering online. And as her arthritis started progressing, I went to the Dasequin. I had a discussion with my vet and another vet about it. And there, it, it's a more um, concentrated and it's guaranteed to be 90, 90%. Glucosamine, where the stuff you buy over the counter may not be. So I went ahead and switched, and I initially saw a difference. I could see where it was doing some good. Um, the last couple of days we've had pretty bad days, but um, I'm hoping that it will still perk her up a little bit. And how about you, Comet? What um, what types of supplements did you find to be really helpful? Um, throughout Comet's life, um, you know, and especially when she had that neck problem? You know, actually, I didn't give her any supplements. Every now and then I would go through phases of giving her um, something, but I never really did give her anything. Mm-hmm. I, I basically didn't do anything except she was on medication for all of that, but I just didn't give her any supplements. What types of medication was she on? She was on Cipro for the neck infection for the rest of her life. And, uh-huh. yeah, which is an interesting thing because my regular vet didn't recommend it, but the, her ortho vet did, and it did seem to clear it up. And she was also on Rimadil toward the latter part of, well, I guess in the last year. And she seemed to do just fine. 
that and lots of love, I'm sure. Let's let's take a call now again. Let's see if we can get the caller on from 319 area code. Caller, you're on there with Tripod Talk. Who are we speaking with? Well, if you're looking for 319 area code, that would be Coop's dad. <laughs> Coop's dad, welcome to the show. Thanks for joining us. You're welcome. Now we can get the giggle. Uh-oh. <laughs> I think we might um, be introducing a new concept here to members or listeners who might not be familiar with it about the monkey dogs. So, Goopstead, let's uh, just see if you had a question about that or why you might be calling. I had a couple of questions, actually. I had a question for Hug a Pitbull, and I've, sure. I've heard a lot of things on the forums about green beans, and I'm wondering what the <laughs> green beans are a supplement for. We don't know about the green beans. No, I don't. I'm ashamed. Trouble got a little porky back during the summer and uh, was having a hard time getting around because of the weight, extra weight. So I started giving her green beans for a snack. So they 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 were a filler and they had fiber and they were low-cal. So she'd get her kibble during the day and then she'd get a snack. Green beans was always okay. a snack. All right. I wonder can search story. the Tripod's nutrition blog for trouble or green beans to find trouble's reducing diet, by the way. Right. Oh, okay. Reducing Thank you. diet is full of green beans. And she just ate the green beans up, no problem. Oh, yeah. She loved them. Canned, you, frozen, you, didn't matter. You use those as a, you'd use green beans as opposed to fattening treats. Right. Right. Coach Dad, you said you had a couple questions. Yes, uh, and for Common Dog, uh, it was understood that Monkey Butt was going to make special appearance, but I <laughs> saw that there was a, a question of whether he would be paid for this appearance or not. So, did he decline <laughs> to appear at this show, or we, we have not yet worked out an affiliate agreement? <laughs> a little controversy over that. Yes. No, he he's here but you know, he uh he says he's not talking. He's not gonna well, no, not the Cooper. Well, not the Cooper. He's not gonna talk to Cooper today, huh? Okay. Tommy, can you explain to the audience who Okay, uh, we'll explain the <laughs> Okay, we should explain. The reason that I was on there was as Comet Dog because I didn't have cancer, I wasn't facing anything terminal with her, or so I thought. Um, I was there to help people kind of get through the fear, the anxiety, and I thought bringing some laughter into the forums would help. Well, of course, Comet got a new brother, and we called him Rocket. But he was so annoying to her, and he picked on her, and he picked on her, and picked on her. And so after a while, it just got to where we called him Monkey Butt. And so then we developed this whole alter ego of monkey dogs. Monkey dogs are the ones that get left behind because the tripod is getting all of the attention. So now we have the king of all monkey dogs, which is Monkey Butt. That's the story. And physically, a a monkey dog, um, explain that. There's something to do with the posture or the tail, per se. (laughs) No, no, 
Well, yeah, actually, I have to give credit to my husband who came up with Monkey Butt, which was way before I brought the name onto the site, was because his back legs are longer than his front legs, so he walked like a monkey. So that's how he got the Monkey Butt name. <laughs> and so he looks like a monkey walking. But, yeah, so then I brought the, the monkey dog over, and I actually brought him over to cheer up a fellow member who was really having a hard time after their dog had passed away. And so I brought him in because I wanted them. They had a dog left over, and I was trying to explain to their dog that was left over, it's okay to be lonely because the alternative is mom and dad could get you a monkey butt. And that was why we brought him in. And it just kind of stuck from there. It's interesting um, about that because I noticed in in your bio and your your first post, rather, was that um, the very – first post was about rugby, right? Is it rugby? Right, rugby. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, and you said since there's been a lot of us in mourning, I thought it would be nice to write down the cute, quirky, just plain lovable things we miss in our fur angel taken from us. And I, I found that wonderful that you just dove in and started talking about that right away. And the topic ended up being a lot of people discussing things they missed about their dogs. So could you explain why you started off with that and dove right in rather than seeking advice like most people do? Well, like I said, I mean, I was in I was in terrible mourning because when I found tripods, coincidentally, Comet had that neck infection, and she just lost her brother unexpectedly to hemangiosarcoma too. And so that was her companion for eight years, and it was a really hard time for Comet and I, and... I just wanted to remember him, and I, I knew that people weren't, we were all focused on our tripod, but there was also a special dog, or our other dogs were just as special to us, and, and we never really got to, I didn't see anybody really getting, or talking about them as much, and I thought it was a good chance to perhaps talk about the other dogs that were kind of getting left behind in this whole journey. I don't know why we I appreciate that. No, we really appreciate that. We actually have uh, one more caller we're going to try and bring in here and see if we can uh, get another question. Hi, caller, you're on the air. From 512 Area Code, are you there? Looks like they tried calling back. Did you meet him? Hello? I think. Yeah, so you're calling from 512 Area Code. Uh, yes, sir, I am. This, this is Brett. Hi, Brett, <laughs> wonderful to hear from you. Thanks for calling in. Uh, good day to y'all. How y'all doing? We're great. <laughs> We're glad doing to hear good, from Brett. you. Hey, hey, Ken. How you doing? Good. Good to hear you on here. <laughs> it's a regular party, and it's especially wonderful to hear from you, Brett. Um, well, I appreciate it. Appreciate listeners really who may not know, uh, com is the blog there to find out more. Um, what brings you to Tripod Talk Radio? Do you have a question for the Mod Pod? Oh, no, to be honest, yeah, I just uh, was in listening and uh, just saying hello. Hey, Brett. Hi, how you doing? Hello, Brett. back to you. <laughs> I'm glad you called in. Well, yeah. It's, we're it's glad. We're glad you're here. Hello, Shannon. Hi, Brett. How y'all doing? Well, well, how you doing? Up on we, we, we should did acknowledge receive, that. Uh, I think we, we should receive a question for Hugger Pitbull, so... So I was just going to ask a question that was posted in the forums for Hugger Pitbull. 
Um, since you have a passion for pits, do you think that there has been a decrease in the number of pits showing up in shelters since there has been increased publicity in the past year or so from shows like Pit Boss and Pit Bulls and Pirellis? I actually love the wording on that question. Do I think that there has been a decrease in the shelters? No, I think not. Um, I think it will be a long while before we start seeing a decrease in the number of pit bulls in shelters. But I do think it has the exposure has made them more adoptable, which is a wonderful thing. Um, Shannon, sorry, hug a pit bull. Do you um, do you think people are less apprehensive around trouble because she is a tripod? Absolutely. Really? Well, trouble also doesn't have the big boxy head that people tend to um, identify a pit bull with. She's very petite and very small, and so they look at her and go, oh, what is she? So they don't have that initial fear because they don't know what she is to start with. And, and, and how do they react when you tell them what she is? Some of them get a little um, frightened. You see that look in their that, that wild <laughs> look in their eyes. <laughs> but uh, with the three legs, that has helped a lot. You know, if they look at her and go, "Oh, well, she can't hurt anybody. She can't get to them." <laughs> so, so in that respect, you know, she's been a really great ambassador for the breed. She's not threatening think, the people. Yeah, and, you know, I, I think that front-legged tripods are um, definitely a lot um, – well, people tend to be unafraid of them. For example, um, Jerry, who was the inspiration behind tripods, was a front-leg tripod, and um, – People immediately knew he was missing a leg as soon as they saw him. So they were disarmed right away and, and very cool about him, wanted to pet him. Um, however, Wyatt Ray, our new folks dog, he's a rear legger, and he's a little crazy. So people um, tend to really uh, run away from him because he's a German shepherd. They don't see right away that he's missing a leg, and, and they, they're still deathly afraid of him. And he's loud. <laughs> and he's loud. <laughs> yes. Well, I don't think they know how fast a front legs tripod can run either. Mm-hmm. Bubble is definitely True. faster now with three legs than she was with four. Yeah, that's one thing that tripod parents learn right away is that uh, just because they're missing a leg doesn't mean they can't uh, run fast and and do all sorts of crazy things. So, so Brad, I had a question for you. Having just lost your best friend, um, it kind of brings up the fact that Tripods offers advice and help coping with loss. Can you tell me your feelings about the whole, uh, the monkey dog antics and how that might benefit the community in a time of grief? The the monkey dog? (laughs) Sure, the the, the fun aspects that certain members bring. Let me rephrase that a little bit. I think that um, we try to keep things light at tripods, and even when people are hurting, um, there tends to be a a little more lightheartedness that you'll find here than in other places. Um, Do you think that that's helpful or or not when when your heart is broken? Oh, no, I think it's definitely helpful. Uh, And it's, you know, of course there's a time and place, but it's always been done in good taste. And 
in fact, uh, you know, I really enjoyed it. And uh, okay. it, it also is an avenue for someone, to say like me, that you know, depending on what the future holds as far as far as another dog, it gives me an opportunity to still feel like I'm part of the community, uh, even though even though I've lost you know my tripod. So yeah, and that's me, one it thing. Give me an avenue. It may give me an avenue to come in. Because it, it's, it's tough. It's tough to. I found it very tough to post immediately afterwards. It's, even still now, because even though you know you're welcome, in some ways you you don't you don't feel quite as connected. If, if that makes sense. Well, we definitely want to tell people that you know it doesn't matter if you're a three and a half legged tripod or if you used to be a, a tripod parent. Um, you're always everybody's welcome. We don't we don't discriminate here. And Jim is telling me to hurry up. <laughs> we do have about one minute left on the show. I wanted to thank, thank everyone for being here. Just wondered, um, talking to the Mod Pod now again, um, Pug Pitbull, did you have any final words to listeners in the next 15 seconds or so? Sure. Got tripods and join us. We'd love to have you. And, and Common Dog, do you have any parting words for our listeners? Well, no, Monkey Butt does. Oh, Monkey well, dogs we rule. definitely want to hear from Monkey Butt. <laughs> Monkey Dogs rule. That's what he told me to tell you. <laughs> Tripods rule. That, that's all he's got to say? <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> Let's hear it from the Tripods. Coopstad, any, any final words for our listeners in the next 30 seconds or so? Hey, the Tripods is a great organization, and uh, Hug a Pitbull and Comet and all the other moderators do a great job. It's one of the cleanest sites I've ever seen, and I think it's partly due, partly due to the uh, good moderation and also due to the good people there. Well, thanks. We really appreciate that, folks. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in. We'll post this show archive in the forums, and with that, we'll leave it to Wyatt to take us on out of here, and we'll see you at tripods.com. Until next time on Tripod Talk Radio, learn more about canine amputation recovery and find the best gear for three-legged dogs at tripods.com. Thank you for tuning in. Subscribe to Tripod Talk Radio for more pet amputation tips from experts. And claim your free gift just for listeners at downloads.tripods.com slash podcast.